This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 207. Well, hello there, Red Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and yes, even those of you who are simply veg curious to share tips for living a healthier, plant-based lifestyle. That was a lot to say in one breath. Yeah. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. <laughs> and this is Larissa. In today's episode of our podcast, we're going to discuss the basics of dietary supplements. Now, because neither Larissa nor I are doctors or nutritionists, we're not going to be delving into which supplements vegan need or how or how to know if you should be taking a supplement you can call me doctor (laughs) but we will be talking about what supplements are what information is contained on supplement bottles and what do those certified stickers mean do they mean anything and what animal derived ingredients are commonly used in supplements now that point would be very much of interest to those of you who are trying to maintain a strictly vegetarian or vegan diet it's sometimes these little things that you don't even realize have animal derivatives in them right exactly all right but first we have a quick announcement now we would like to first of all we would like to thank our golden apple roundtable group who are a group of folks that contribute to us through and support the show through our patreon campaign at patreon.com what is patreon well it's a way for people to support artists or in this case podcasters that they really dig by helping to uh, give a monthly donation and that helps to support the show keep the lights on at the show because a lot of people don't realize it does cost money to podcast Mm -hmm. It, it, it costs us um, you know, media hosting and uh, just the cost web of hosting. web hosting yeah. and all of that kind of stuff. So they help to defray some of that cost and thereby help us keep keep on chugging. We've been doing this now for four years. So um, does add yeah. up after a while. So thank you to that group. And as a special thank you to that group, we have something very exciting that we plan to roll out in the fall. Now, this group, we, we do have like a secret message tunnel Uh, communication (laughs) to them through the Patreon campaign, through the Patreon page, we're going to be giving them a sneak preview Mm -hmm. of what's coming. Now, if you are interested in joining that group, you can donate as, well, you can support the show. I shouldn't say donate. You could support the show for as little as a dollar a month Mm -hmm. at different levels. It goes all the way up to $50 a month. You get uh, different swag so mm-hmm. you can get some vegetarian sw- zen swag some stickers or magnet or yep. t-shirt or shopping bag, bag right. depending on your level um but yeah so the what we'll be doing here over the the summer is rolling out some previews of what we have coming out in the fall and you can see that if you are a member of our patreon um Uh, patrons circle, then you will get a notification from Patreon every time we post an update to the Patreon feed. And that's, as Vicky said, that's a private feed that only people who are our patrons will be able to see. Right. Now, if giving on a on a monthly basis just isn't something you're interested in, we also have a support us button now on our website where you can give us a one time donation through um, what is it? PayPal? It's directly through PayPal. It's through PayPal. So it's secure. Yes. And you get to uh, give us a little tip. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. uh, Let's get into the main topic. Okay. so this uh, 
topic was suggested by our longtime listener. We like to call her Listener Zero. Uh, <laughs> not because she is a zero, because she was the first person who ever reached out to us besides our dads. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's Cosmo. Yeah, Cosmo's barking. Um, but uh, so this is from Danielle Freed, and she requested this topic and here's what she she messaged me she said have you done an episode on vitamins like what makes them vegan or not uh what the stupid different quote seals mean uh fda approval etc and she had mentioned that she needs a glucosamine and chondroitin and all the ones that she can find are made from chicken sternums or ground up shellfish and she said i find this very common with vitamins um and so she wanted to know you know what what everything is who would have thunk it right right well like kind of when we became vegetarians some of the things that we realized that uh, had animal derivatives you in them think. for example jello mm -hmm. with the gelatin having mm -hmm. pretty much crushed bones and such in right. it right <laughs> right yeah yeah all right so according to the national institute of health nih a dietary supplement is intended to supplement the diet contains one or more dietary ingredients, including vitamins, minerals, herbs, or other botanicals, amino acids, and other substances, or their constituents. Mm -hmm. it, uh, supplements are also intended to be taken by mouth as a pill, capsule, tablet, or liquid. And supplements are labeled on the front panel as being a dietary supplement. Right. So now when we talk about labeling, uh, similar, if you if you look at the, the backside of the bottle... Uh, similar to the nutritional facts section of a food product label, supplements have a supplement facts panel. And on that, you will see the contents. So what's what's in the, the pills or whatever it is that is in the bottle. Uh, the amount of active ingredients per serving. Uh, other added ingredients like fillers, binders, flavorings, and those are where you'll get into the, uh, you know, um, things that are animal derived, that can be animal derived. Um, and then they also put a suggested serving size uh, or suggested dosage, I guess. But, you know, y you may, upon talking to your doctor, he or she may suggest that you take more or less depending on your on your needs. All right, so let's talk about the role of the FDA in the manufacture of supplements. So dietary supplements do not require pre-market review or approval by the FDA like food does. But uh, the FDA has established good manufacturing practices uh, called GMPs. Duh. Uh, to ensure the purity Getting strength. Getting really clever here with the... Uh, right. Uh, the, to ensure the purity, strength, and composition of dietary supplements. So these GMPs include making sure that supplements contain the right ingredient. Um, they check for the addition of too much or not having enough of an ingredient. They check for the possibility of contamination uh, improper packaging, improper labeling. And then the FDA does periodically inspect facilities that manufacture dietary supplements, but it's not as um, strict as food manufacture. Mm. I mean, not not by half. I mean, it's it's very kind of loose regulation, I guess. And so that's where these certified uh, independent certifying companies come in. All right, so sometimes you'll see emblems that say verified, certified, or approved. Now, these seals do not 
as Larissa just said, do not have anything to do with FDA approval or testing. Mm -hmm. But what certifications do not indicate, what certifications do not indicate is that the product is safe or effective, that the specific batch that is in the bottle was checked by the certifying company. That's a little bit disturbing. (laughs) <laughs> right. <laughs> so they do general checks, but they don't oh. check like every batch that goes out. Uh, so what's okay, a sort of... Did you make sure that the house was locked up? Well, I checked the front door. <laughs> right. <laughs> I checked the uh, the bathroom upstairs window. Yeah, exactly. It's locked. All right. So uh, what these seals do indicate is that the product contains the amount of the ingredient advertised on the label. So if it's, you know, like... 500 milligrams of a certain supplement that, you know, it actually contains that per capsule or whatever it is. Uh, And then that the product isn't contaminated with dangerous substances such as arsenic, bacteria, or lead. So I I mean, that's good, I guess, right? They (laughs) do something. something. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, you know, you're not going to die, essentially, is what it's saying, I guess, from from at least this, from arsenic, bacteria, or lead. Right. And, you know, even though they don't test to the safety standards of the FDA, and, you know, then again, keeping in mind that the FDA doesn't uh, test supplements the same way they test food, but when they do test, they do safety standards that certification companies don't. So keeping in mind that, that these companies don't test as um, rigorously as the FDA would, yeah. uh, these certifications are still important because they help to fill a gap that's left by that, by the FDA. Um, and uh the other thing about the certifications is manufacturers have to pay to get their supplements tested and certified. So it's not required right. from what I understand. But so this is something I guess you should be looking for because mm-hmm. if there's no certification at all, then that just means it hasn't been certified by anybody. Right. right. Well, um, it, it's they're subject to FDA checks, but it's not like it's not required. Strict. It's not like everything goes through. It's no certification is not required by mm-hmm. independent companies, mm-hmm. but the FDA does do periodic checks, but they don't regulate. Um, they don't regulate dietary supplements like they do food or mm-hmm. over the counter or prescription drugs. Yeah. So I would it's, feel it's a lot looser. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> but I think the fact that manufacturers, there's, there's a fee to get certified. I think that if you see that certification label, I mean, to me, it's just a little bit more of an assurance that these companies are taking their, their, this seriously. Right. If they're paying several thousand dollars, you know, however often to get certified. Yeah. That's what I mean. If I bought a, if I buy, well, we buy supplements, but mm-hmm. I've never looked for that, nor did I ever give it much thought behind that that's the only certification there is other than the FDA periodic kind of (laughs) check-ins. Yeah, definitely. Um, So the... There are multiple companies who do this. And, you know, you see... When you see commercials for supplements, I know that you'll hear this a lot. So, um, you know, this is the first, uh, I don't know vitamin D supplement to be independently certified by USP or whatever. So um, the most well-known certifying companies include um, U.S. Pharmacopoeia, uh, a.k.a. USP, 
uh, nsfinternationalconsumerlab.com, and now UL. Now UL, you'll recognize on like um, appliances, you see that UL certification. Mm -hmm. They've recently started, they've been doing that for years. They've recently started doing dietary supplements as well, which is kind of weird, but okay, (laughs) I guess. They certified my TV and (laughs) And my vitamin vitamin D. Yeah, right. (laughs) All right, so let's talk about what are those ingredients that may make may be in supplements to make them not veg friendly? Okay, so we talked a little bit already about gelatin, and that's used as a coating ingredient or filler for capsules and gels. Now, gelatin is derived from boiling the hooves, stomach, and other tissue linings of various animals, usually usually beef and pork. Mm-hmm, right. Uh, So another one is magnesium stearate. And again, I mean, if you see that on a label, you wouldn't think, I mean, you would think magnesium, that's a a mineral, right? Right. So you you wouldn't think that that could be animal derived. But so it's usually derived from pork. And uh, it's used as a lubricant on the coating of supplements or included as a filler. So Usually, if a supplement contains a vegetarian or vegan source of magnesium stearate, which there are some, it'll say so on the label. So check for that. Okay, lanolin is the next one. Lanolin comes from sheep, and it's often used in vitamin D supplements. Now, and it's also used if you think uh, if you think about it, when you see like hand lotions and hand creams. I was going to say when I saw that with with you know aloe and lanolin and and that yeah it's it's used mm. in a lot of those. Mm. So, but it's often used in vitamin D supplements. So D three usually contains lanolin in the form of calciferol or cholecalciferol. So if you see either one of those on the label, then that is um, lanolin that's derived from sheep. Um, There are vegan vitamin D supplements, and those are sourced from algae. Mm. So that's something else you can look for. All right, then bee pollen is often including in in many energy (laughs) supplements, workout aids, or vegan superfoods. Right, and you know, if you're not strictly vegan, uh, you know, the bee issue is is kind of um, up for debate with even, you know, vegans. And some vegans don't use any bee products. Some vegans say it's okay, but they don't do any other animal products. So, you know, that's just a personal preference. Right. All right, carmine. Some uh, uh, carmine comes from beetles and is often used as a food dye, such as red number 40. Mm-hmm. And I think we talked about this when we talked about uh, Halloween candy. Remember right. we did an episode on yes. vegan uh, candy? Right. And that was in there as well. Yes. Yeah, that's used a lot in a lot of mm-hmm. candies and, and things like that. All right. Um, caprylic acid is derived from goat, sheep, or cow's milk. And again, it's often used as a filler or a coating ingredient. And there are vegetable sources of caprylic acid, and those include coconut oil and palm oil. So check the label, of course, again, to see if it states the source of caprylic acid, if that's listed as an ingredient. Okay, lipase, is that right? Mm -hmm. Lipase and pepsin. I always have to check with you on the pronunciation (laughs) of things. You know, I always mess things up like that. (laughs) Uh, These are enzymes that are common ingredients in digestive enzyme supplements lipase is also uh, is often derived from the tongues of calves and lambs mm. pepsin comes from the stomach lining of pigs and plant-based lipase is available check the label when buying 
Right. You can also do some looking, you know, some of these you can do some looking online mm-hmm. as well. There are companies that will tell you which of which what their ingredients are and you can look for some of these. Right. Yeah. And, you know, that kind of brings us to our last thing is um, how to find vegan supplements. And to your point, I mean, just Google vegan supplement brands. Yeah, because they, they make the boxes so tiny or the bottles and you're trying to figure it out yeah. and you just kind of think. Oh, well, I guess it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's on yeah. the shelf. Yeah. So if if you, um, and I think we should, we should all be more aware of what we're putting into our bodies. Right. And I think that PETA has a, um, may have a, a mm. resource for that. That's for finding vegan probably true. Um, supplements. Yeah. So you can check on PETA. All right. I think that does it for our main topic. Hopefully this has provided you some, some more knowledge around supplements and uh, how to find some non-animal derivative supplements right (laughs) and danielle uh hope that helped let us know uh if there's anything we missed or anything you want us to cover in maybe a future episode okay are we ready to move to the recipe of the week sure are all right so this uh recipe comes from uh, peas and carrots society what up peas and carrots what up angela smith member angela smith (laughs) (laughs) uh and uh, her recipe that she posted in the group on Facebook was uh, for roasted potato salad with French lentils and spring vegetables. Mm, now you don't like potato salad, but I would eat that. I don't like potato salad. The the traditional kind of potato salad with the, the creamy. Oh yeah, yeah. I I don't like that. Um, it's just like I don't like macaroni salad or anything like that. I I just don't like that. I think it's the maybe it's the consistency, and I don't like hard boiled eggs. So anything that has hard boiled mm. eggs is out. Um, but I do like the potato salads that are like with a um, a vinegar or a vinaigrette, you know, kind of like a, a dressing like that. Like a I think German potato salad is like that. You like eggs, but you don't like a hard boiled egg. No, Ugh, I, I like carrots, but I don't like carrot soup. <laughs> She's doing Seinfeld. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so Angela's comments on this. Um, she said that she had green beans. Uh, so she used those instead of asparagus that the recipe called for. And she said, I also use pre-cooked lentils, which saved even more time. And she said, this is a good one for large gatherings or barbecues. Cool. And we're coming on that time of year. That's in right. In the States anyway. That's right. Okay, moving on to the quote of the week. The quote this week comes from Tom Stoppard, who said, A healthy attitude is contagious, but don't wait to catch it from others. Be a carrier. That's cool. Isn't that nice? That's very cool. I like that. All right, the question this week is, do you check your supplements to ensure that they are vegetarian or vegan? Do you check to see if they're certified or they have any sort of certification? Do you take supplements? Do you, do you, exactly. <laughs> uh, and again, just I don't want to... I don't want to... I want to make sure to stress this, that we are not doctors. So please make sure that you do your research and that you talk to your doctor before you start to take any any supplements, because mm-hmm. depending on your health situation, they could have adverse effects if yes. you're not careful. Yes. All right. I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.